And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. We have returned to talk about Eagle Eye. I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Eagle Eye is an action film. Mm -hmm. I guess you could call it that. Sure. It is directed by DJ Caruso, who is a pretty good director. I think very good. And it stars Shia LaBeouf and Michelle Monaghan. And they are backed up with some very good actors, Rosario Dawson, Mm -hmm. Michael Chiklis, and of course, (laughs) Billy Bob Thornton. Right. Who plays an FBI guy. This has a very strange plot. LaBeouf plays Jerry Shaw, who is in mourning over the death of his twin brother. He is in his apartment, and all of a sudden, his cell phone rings. He answers it, and the strange voice of a woman says, Jerry, you have to get out of your apartment Mm -hmm. within 30 seconds because the FBI is coming after you. And he says, what are you talking about? And all of a sudden, something smashes in the wall. Right. People are shooting at him, and how very, very peculiar that is. So he has to run, but he doesn't know why. He has nothing to do with the FBI. He has nothing to do with the government. Now, somewhere else, there is Rachel Holloman, played by Michelle Monaghan. She is a single mother. Her son is going off to Washington, her eight-year-old son. He's mm-hmm. going to play trumpet in a band, right. and they're going to play in the House of Representatives and the President and the Senate. Everybody's going to be there, like for the State of the Union. And she is getting these phone calls as well. And as it turns out, they wind up together. Mm -hmm. They've never met each other. They have no idea why they're running. It is so strange that when Shia LaBeouf is Mm -hmm. on a subway, he has lost his cell phone. Right. And he hears the cell phone ringing of the guy sleeping next to him. So he picks it up. He takes it out of his pocket. I do that all the time when other people's cell phones ring. Oh, well. He answers the other guy's cell phone, and it's the same voice saying, okay, Jerry, now I want you to do this. You must obey this woman's voice, or else terrible things will happen to you. Yes. And this is the silliest movie I have ever oh, seen no. in it's my not the life. Silliest movie. It was ridiculous. I didn't believe one single moment of it. We are not supposed of to. This is sci-fi to the max. No one would ever call this a serious picture. I didn't. I thought it was great fun. I believe the flying monkeys in the Wizard of Oz more than I believe anything well, that happened in this film. But Les, I keep saying to you, this is total fiction. It has nothing to do with reality. This is all about surveillance being all over the place, of course. That's their concept here, like Big Brother to the max, if you will. But I thought the movie was kind of fun. I don't think that this is a picture for anybody with a logical mind. I think that you have to check all of that at the door, and then you have to go in and sit back and just dig the ride, because I think that's what this is. I think it's a great roller coaster movie that you can enjoy, but you have to go with it. And if you can't, then you won't dig it. I'm going to agree with the first couple of words of your first (laughs) sentence, which is, I don't think this is a movie for anybody. Well, to me, this is a summer blockbuster film, just like the ones that we have suffered through all summer, except this one (laughs) happens to be better directed and better edited. I also think that DJ Caruso's direction is really first rate, and I think he's proving that he's right up there with the big boys when it comes to making this kind of a film. I won't take anything away from DJ Caruso. He was an excellent director. I have a great problem with the people who wrote the screenplay, Travis Wright and John Glenn. I think the writers were given a very interesting assignment, and I don't think they shirked their responsibility. I think they delivered a very far-out, crazy, wacky movie that will satisfy a very young audience. And I think that's probably who likes this movie best of all, but I don't think there's anything 
terrible about the picture. In fact, I was quite engaged by it. I thought that the relationship between Michelle Moynihan and Shia LaBeouf was really quite believable. It was good that the writers didn't try to insinuate that there was any kind of sexy romance going on, even though there was a little spark towards the end of the movie. But that wasn't the reason why these two unlikely people were put together. Well, okay. I will give it to you that neither one was bad in the film. I liked Rosario Dawson. I liked Billy Bob Thornton well, I a thought lot. they were a good duo. Yes, definitely. And I think Billy Bob Thornton, let's face it, he was playing Billy Bob Thornton as he always does well, now, but he played it very, very well. He, he was good. He funny was good. lines and some interesting lines. It's very witty. Many of the throwaway lines were very clever. And I liked that Billy Bob Thornton was kind of chewing up the scenery, and I liked Rosario Dawson. And even Michael Chiklis, who's not in the movie very much, but he adds a certain kind of seriousness to the proceedings. He plays the Secretary of Defense. Right. And, you know, I just couldn't get mad at the film less. I mean, I think they wanted everybody to have a good time. I didn't take it seriously. I don't think Shia LaBeouf was taking it seriously. I think they knew they were making a movie that was really a romp. Well, I didn't get mad at the film either, Anne. I just didn't like it very much. I just didn't believe any of it. And I guess I was not set up properly. Maybe. That this is a fantasy. I thought it's an action film. Maybe you mistakenly thought it was a realistic thriller and it really isn't. Well, I didn't think it was going to be truthful, but I thought it was going to be a lot more realistic than it turned out to be. Before we duck out on this film, I think we have to note that there are some incredibly clever and very overwhelming chases in this movie. The first car chase was just extraordinarily well done. And then I love that scene later on in the film where the action takes place on the underground luggage tunnels that are part of the airport scene. That was very, very well done. And I haven't seen that locale done quite that way. I did enjoy that very much. Another thing that he did so well, I'm talking about the director Caruso, he blurred a lot of the action shots. And that really, to me, showed how frantic the two leads were when they were being hurled from one locale to the next. So that kind of confusion was their confusion, and I felt that as an audience member. So I thought that was very clever of the director to put that concept into the look of the film. Frankly, this one turned me off a little bit, Anne, and I'm giving it a red light. It's not the strongest red light, not even close to some of the others this year, Right. but this one just did not make it for me. Well, I thought there was enough creativity from the direction and from the superb editing job and the music, actually, that underscored the action. So for me, it's going to get a real hearty yellow. And I'm glad to do that for this movie because I think it was just a whale of a lot of fun. Red light for me and yellow light from Anne for Eagle Eye. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. 
Yeah, yeah, right? And yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Chapotas. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.